Okay. <clears throat> well, hey there, Gateway. This is Vision Sunday in a way that we have never done it before. I'm hoping that you are still able to emotionally engage with what we're sharing here today in this video format. I hope that your faith is being inspired and that you are truly catching the next stage of the vision. You know, four and a half years ago, we started a five-year plan called the 2020 Vision. It was to take us to the end of the year 2020. And here we are now in the year 2020. We are in the final part of our five-year plan. And I'm sure you will all know that our 2020 vision was based on three main things. First of all, it was a five-year plan to take us to the end of the year 2020. Secondly, we called it the 2020 vision because when it comes to eyesight, 2020 vision is perfect vision where you're able to see and read something that is close to you, but you're also able to see long distance clearly as well. And with our five-year plan, we wanted us to be able to see five years into the future, a long-term vision, while at the same time knowing what the next immediate step we should be taking is. So a short-term vision as well. So the year 2020, a long and short-term clear vision. And thirdly, it was based on the verse Acts 20.20, which of course says, I did not hold back anything that would be helpful to you, of help to you, but I taught you publicly and in your homes. We want to present the biblical message not in a way that is judgmental, or legalistic, or condemning, or confusing, but we want to present it in a way that is helpful, that is of help to you in your day-to-day -day life. And we want to do so in two venues, publicly and in homes, or in other words, in large groups where we all gather together, and in smaller groups when we, where we can build friendships and relationships and grow in our faith in community. And so that is what our whole vision has been based on. Now, Vision Sunday is also our AGM. And thankfully this year, for the very first time, we did advance online voting. We did that before we knew that we would not be able to meet today and actually cast our ballots in person today. And so it is a great blessing that we managed to start that before finding out that we would need needed to have done it anyway. And so there is another video separate from this one uh, made by one of our board members in which all of the voting issues are discussed and the results are shared. What I want to do right now is I want to share with you the goals that we accomplished last year. So this is kind of like our ministry report and how our ministry did in the year 2019. So first of all, what was our average attendance? Our average weekend attendance is now at 570 people. Remembering that an average attendance doesn't reveal to you everybody that is part of the church, um, but that 570 number is bang on where our goals 
should be at the end of last year. Actual fact, when we compared our time change Sunday, you know the Sunday when the clocks change a few weeks ago, and uh, that was also, as well as our time change Sunday, it was also the first Sunday of COVID-19 regulations. And uh, although, the, although churches were still allowed to meet, many people were not attending. And so we were a bit concerned that between the time change and the COVID-19 regulations, our numbers would be down. And of course, they were down, but they were still 75 people higher than they were at, on exactly the same time change Sunday the previous year. So we know that we have actually grown between 75 and 100 new people who are part of Gateway over the last year. But that's our average weekend attendance. What about our bigger days when, when uh, we have a, when a lot more people? Well, our, our average big day attendance last year was 720 people. And in actual fact, our highest big day attendance was 850 people. So this is the average of our big days. But just to let you know that our highest one was 850. And so our attendance is continuing to climb. We are continuing to reach more and more people and see them become attendees here at the church. And not only attendees, but people are coming to faith in Christ and joining the church. And one of the indications that we can see that in is our baptisms. Baptisms now, in 2019, we baptized 35 people who gave their life to Jesus Christ. Of course, there were other people who became Christians or rededicated their faith, um, some of whom maybe had been baptized before and some may be baptized in the future. But 35 people baptized last week as a sign of their faith in Jesus Christ last year. And so that is really encouraging. What about our gateway groups? Because not only do we want people to attend the church, but we want people to, to be part of communities. And part of our 2020 vision is that by the end of 2020, we were hoping to have 20 groups with an average attendance of about 20 people in each group. Well, some of our groups meet seasonally and some meet continually. So depending on which time of the year we look at last year, we, had bet we have between 14 and 22 groups. So basically, we are already achieving our targets uh, for the end of this year when it comes to our gateway groups. One of the things we did for the very first time in 2019 was we had a special Christmas party for all of our volunteers. It was packed. People thoroughly enjoyed it. And so many people have asked, can we continue to do that? And the answer is yes. We will have an amazing volunteer Christmas party again at the end of this year. And if you don't want to miss out on that and you're not a volunteer, You've got a few months to sign up for one of our volunteer teams so that you too can qualify to be part of our volunteer Christmas party. What else happened last year? Well, we, we ended the year financially strong. We achieved our budget. And thanks to everyone who gave at our, our 
second Vision Sunday in November last year and continue to give your pledges up to the end, we were able to meet all of our financial obligations and finish the year strong. Thank you, people of Gateway, for being such generous givers. Together, as every one of us does what we can do, together we are able to achieve everything that we have aimed at achieving. And then we had some projects last year as well. We upgraded Classroom 2, or the elementary room, our Gateway Kids main room. We also upgraded our Kid Check area, and our Gateway Worship team also released our first Gateway Music song. And so these are all milestones of things that we have accomplished over the year 2019. That's all finished now, and here we are in the year 2020. And I'm sure you're aware that already in the, in the year 2020, we have had some changes. And the first changes have been to our staff team. As you know, our executive pastor, uh, Drake, has left us now and has gone to be the executive pastor of ministries at Beulah Alliance. I, just, I believe that Drake is perfect for that job and that God has been preparing him for it. And it's great to hear what he is doing there in his new position. And we wish him all the best and continue to pray for him. And thankfully, he's not moved far away and is still a friend of Gateway here with the rest of us. So we were put in a position of what are we going to do? Are we going to look for another executive pastor to take Drake's position, or are we going to reshuffle the current staff that we had? And the conclusion that we came to was that we were going to reshuffle some of those duties within our current staff. Drake, as executive pastor, had two lots of responsibilities, operations and ministry uh, organization. And so we've split that job into two. And two members of our staff, Mitch McDougall, who has been our Worship and Creative Arts uh, Director, and Darren Shafar, who is our, has been our youth pastor, both of these men have been promoted to a new position. Mitch is now our Executive Director. He will continue to oversee our Creative Arts, but he also has some other responsibilities and is looking after the operations side of things. And Darian who will continue to oversee uh, Accelerate Youth, is now our associate pastor. He has not only been promoted, but his hours have been increased to 40 hours, and he's taking over some of our ministry organizing stuff. And so Darian and Mitch and myself are now part of a new senior leadership team. We still have our other staff members as well, but I now have these two guys helping me as part of our senior leadership team. Of course, there's been some other changes, like uh, Lauren has gone on maternity leave, for instance, and we have some other minor staff changes taking place. We are going to be releasing a video this week, so watch out on social media, on our website, YouTube, and uh, all of our online platforms, just to tell you about the 2020 staff team here at Gateway. So, here we are now, on our way to the final countdown. 
This, this actually, although we have two Vision Sundays this year, we have this Vision Sunday and we will have another Vision Sunday round about the end of October, beginning of November. Although there will be a second Vision Sunday this year, this is the very last Vision Sunday that I will be talking about the 2020 Vision. Because at our Vision Sunday later on in the year, we will be close to the end of the 2020 vision and we will be sharing what the vision is beyond 2020. And I've got to tell you that the staff team, along with some of our key volunteers and some of our board members and some prophetic people in the church, actually spent a day in January at Camp Nakaman to pray and seek God about what the vision was beyond 2020. And we have got so many exciting things to share with you you. But we can't do that yet. We have to wait till our, till our next Vision Sunday. This is the final countdown for the last few months of our 2020 vision. So firstly, we were planning and having an amazing Easter service with public baptisms as part of them, and with a follow-up Sunday the next week when the Watoto Children's Choir were going to be with us, uh, sharing with us their brand new performance. Because of the current COVID-19 uh, regulations here in Alberta, all of these events are cancelled. Our Easter service is going to be an online service once again, and uh, we will reschedule a special big day for once we're able to meet publicly again. It may still have the Easter theme, or it may have a different theme. We'll decide nearer the time, but there will be a big day, and there will be baptisms, and Watoto will reschedule to come back again. So let's move on beyond that. Beyond that, once we get to the summer, we've decided to try something completely different for summer. Uh, during the months of July and August, we're going to, during our Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11, we are going to be running a course called Christianity Explored. Christianity Explored, if we show you the logo here, um, you can look this up online and you can, you can go on their website and look at some of the little videos. But basically, we will be utilizing some of their videos during the service and we will also be utilizing live teaching from myself and some of our other team here during those services as well. So during uh, July and August, we will go through the seven parts of the Christianity Explored course, which will basically take you through the entire gospel of Mark. So if, if you're unfamiliar with the Bible, maybe you're a young Christian, or maybe you've never actually read through a full book of the Bible, or maybe you're very familiar with the Bible, but you know other Christian friends and even non-Christian friends who would like the opportunity to come along to our summer Sunday services and actually learn the entire message of Jesus in seven snapshots from Mark's gospel. They will get a complete understanding from the birth to the death and resurrection of Jesus and what the gospel message is all about and who Jesus Christ really is. This is going to be a fantastic project and I encourage you to be part of every week that you can be during the summer unless of course you're away on vacation and even then follow us online.
And then after summer, we are going to be relaunching again our gateway groups. We have decided uh, to, to to relaunch our gateway groups each semester. So each semester, uh, meaning like when the schools go back after our big day and so on, we will relaunch our groups. Uh, You will know what groups are available. You will be able to sign up for them. And I'm sure you're discovering during this season when our public services are closed, just how important it is to be connected to a group. Because if you're part of one of our gateway groups, even when the group can't actually meet physically, you're still able to connect online, on phone, by uh, conference calls and all sorts of ways. So I hope that those of you who have never been part of a group are realizing right now, I want to get connected to one of our groups. And you don't actually have to wait till the next semester to do so. You can go onto our website. You can find a group that appeals to you. And you can sign up online. Even though the group may not be meeting just now because of the current situation, the group leader will get your name and phone number and email and will be able to be in contact with you. And you will have pastoral care during this season. Of course, we've got, we're going to finish this year with Christmas. Christmas is going to be a big, big deal this year. Our goal is that over our two Christmas services, including our children's parties, that we will have up to a thousand people here at our Christmas events. Can I just say something for people that struggle with numbers, 20 groups of 20 and up to a thousand people at our, uh, our Christmas events? Well, let me just share two things about numbers. First of all, um, pastors need to, need to track and know numbers. Otherwise, you don't know how many people are in the church. You don't know how fast your church is growing. So you don't know how, how many new people you need to prepare for. It's actually really important for leaders to, to know what their numbers are. Do you know there's a whole book called the book of numbers in the Bible? That's how important God thinks numbers are. And when you read the apostles in the book of Acts, they keep a record of how many people are added to the church in a regular basis. But the second thing is this. This is, this is not so that we can brag that a thousand people came. This is because when we talk about the, these numbers, we are talking about changed lives. We are talking about the fact that people are discovering Christ as Savior. They're being saved. They're being changed. They're being added to the church. They're growing. Their families are, being, are, are coming along to church and being impacted by it as well. And so we're looking for up to a thousand people. We want to finish the year 2020 and our five-year plan with the biggest Christmas celebration we have ever thrown. And like I've said here, we are having a Polar Express theme. The, the mainly gateway kids, but actually the whole church is going to be decorated. There is going to be a whole theme with the Polar Express involved here. And we're going to be talking about get on board your journey of faith. We're going to be encouraging people to get on board uh, this Christmas to begin a new journey of faith that will take them places that they've never experienced before. And then, of course, before the end of this year, and in fact, 
within the next few weeks, we have two new projects. The first one is we're going to have a new screen. Or to be more accurate, we're going to be replacing our current screen and projector with an LED wall. And so, as you know, projectors and bulbs are expensive and we need repairs and replacements and all of that kind of thing. So we've decided to to kind of future-proof our projection as much as we possibly can by getting an LED wall which will be brighter, which will be clearer, uh, will be more flexible, and will be and will last longer and we are hoping that by the time our public services begin it will be installed if not then very soon thereafter also within the next few weeks we are going to be releasing some new music, uh, some worship music that our team here have put together. And so look out for that announcement. You, you, you will already have sung some of the songs here at our services, but they're now going to be available. And we are really excited to be sharing that with you. So we've now come to one last part of our Vision Sunday, and that is our Vision Offering our vision offering. Now, normally with our vision offering, we have you here in the church. And people have maybe thought in advance about how much they want to give. And possibly as they see the presentation for Vision Sunday that we share each time, you're quite possibly challenged even further to be more generous in your giving. So this is a completely different scenario than our usual vision offering which means we're going to have to do our giving in a slightly different way. So, um, the first thing is this. We are looking for $40,000 over and above our regular giving to come in in our vision offering. We've never actually asked for that much before on One Vision Sunday. The most we've ever asked at one time is $35,000. But actually, even though we've only asked for up to $35,000, on two occasions, you have given more than $40,000. And so we've decided as a leadership team, it's not right that we've got less faith than you. If you're able to give more than $40,000, we shouldn't be asking for less than that. So we decided to ask for $40,000 to come in in our vision offering. I know $40,000 sounds like a lot of money, especially if you're facing financial difficulties, maybe even have been laid off or your job put in hold at the moment. So I appreciate all of that. But let's just break it down. $40,000 would be 40 people or 40 families giving $1,000 each, just as a one-time gift. And I'm sure there, there, there would be 40 people or families that would be able to do that. Or if we break it down further, it's 80 people or 80 couples or 80 families giving $500 as a one-time gift. Or 160 people or families giving $250. Now, these, these are just suggestions to help you break it down. What we are asking is that you will prayerfully seek God, talk to your spouse if you have one, and together come to a prayerful decision about how much you are able to give. Now, you might be able to give that up front as a one gift, or you might give part of it in cash and give part as a pledge. 
And that pledge can be paid up, usually we say over the next few weeks, but because of the current situation, we're going to say over the next few months. And so um, that is a way that you can give. Now, maybe, maybe things are slightly tight financially for you just now, but I want you to remember something. You probably have a tax rebate on the way. You possibly even know how much that tax rebate is going to be or have a fair idea. If you've already been to a tax accountant, you might know exactly how much it's going to be. Can I just encourage you when your tax rebate comes in to see it as financial seed? Yes, some of that seed you might want to grind down into flour and bake into bread and eat yourself. Or in other words, some of that finances might be to spend on your own needs, but some of it should be kept as seed for sowing for a future harvest. And so I encourage and challenge all of us, and I'm challenging myself too, let's look at our tax rebate as an opportunity to just give and give generously. You know, the Lord loves a cheerful giver. And if you can be a cheerful giver with your tax rebate, or if you're not going to get one this year with your pledge card, then I really encourage us, do not be someone that holds back in a time of financial famine, but let's sow in a time of famine and believe God to bless us. Here's what the scriptures say in Second Corinthians. It says this, I know how eager you have been to participate in this special offering. So remember this, a farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop, but the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. And then it goes on and says, you must each decide in your heart, how much to give. Now, can I just encourage you? Your heart might be saying $500 and your head might be saying $50. It doesn't say listen to your head. It says listen to your heart. You must each decide in your heart how much to give. And don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure. For God loves a person who gives cheerfully, and God will generously provide all you need. You will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. That's the promise of Scripture. Church, we're Christians. We're believers. We believe God's promises are true. If we really believe it, let's put our money where our mouth is, and let's sow generously, believing for a generous harvest. Now, we cannot do our vision offering in the regular way that we do it. Obviously, we can't take cash, we can't take checks, and we can't use the debit machine. So we are relying fully on our online giving you can go to www.give.ac and you can give into the vision offering. There's a regular tithes and offerings slot, but there's also a slot for, for our vision offering. So can I encourage you to, to give there uh, at give.ac 
And while, while you're there, because of the current situation, and we're not able to give physically and attend church physically, the church still needs to pay its bills. We still need to pay our staff. We still need to meet our needs. We don't want to close down. And so we, we still are relying on all of our congregation. We're relying on your regular giving. If you haven't done so before, could you also consider signing up at give.ac for a regular weekly or bi-monthly or monthly offering? You know, if all of our people signed up for the online giving, it would really help us to be able to plan ahead and know what we're doing. So I encourage you to go to give.ac. Also, I encourage you to, if you're not able to give as much as you want to give today, but you want to pledge to give more, this is what we're going to do. We don't have a physical pledge card to give you, but if you click at the top right corner of the screen, you will see an online pledge card that you can complete and you can let us know how much you plan to give. And all we're going to do, we normally have a cutoff date with our pledges. We usually say, please give within the next four weeks or something like that. But we don't know how long the current COVID-19 situation is going to go on for. We don't know when we're going to be able to meet here again physically. We don't know how many of you have difficulties with employment and income at the moment. And so what we are saying is we are going to keep the vision offering as part of our regular giving just every week until we finally reach our target. That might be a few weeks or it might be a few months. But just the way that some churches have a, the option to give into a building fund or a missions fund every single week, we're going to have this option to give into our vision offering every week. We're going to leave that on. So even if you're only able to give a small amount into the vision offering on a weekly basis, it will all build up. So I'm asking you to prayerfully consider three things. How much can you give today into our vision offering? Number two, how much could you pledge to give and then give small amounts in a, on a regular basis into the vision offering? And the pledge card will be there up on the right-hand corner. And number three, after you've given your vision offering, can you consider also setting up an automated giving for your regular tithes and offerings online since we're not here to give regularly? So church, I want to pray for you. And I'm asking you to pray for us. Pray for the church. Pray for the members of the church. Pray for the staff team and the board team. L look out for the staff video that will be coming this week and watch for the AGM video that you will already be able to watch again at the top right corner of this video unless you're watching on Facebook and it should be in the link below us. So I'm asking you to watch those videos and pray for the staff team and pray for the board team. But right now I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you as you are giving into this offering. So I just encourage you to just stretch out your hands towards your, your TV screen or your computer screen or your phone or wherever you are and join in this prayer as we all stretch out our hands together. We are all linking together, not physically, but spiritually. So let's join together in prayer. 
Father God, I pray for everyone watching this video and everyone who is part of the Gateway family. During this season where we are physically separated, I pray that we would be strongly spiritually connected that we would be upholding one another in prayer, that we would be connecting with each other on, on the phone and online in any other way and bringing encouragement and even practical help to one another. And I pray for the health of everyone who is part of the Gateway family. May your divine protection be around us. May health and healing be imparted to each one of us. May we be strong and well during this time. And may we all be going, growing closer to you. And financially, I pray that everyone who is struggling with worries and anxieties and fears about their financial situation, may they receive the peace of God that passes all understanding. May their hearts not be troubled and may they fear not. You are our source, Lord. Whatever is going on with our jobs and our wages and our income, we look to you as the source of our supply. And we believe that our God shall supply all of our needs according to his glorious riches in Christ. And I pray for each one of us today, Lord. May fear, may doubt, and may stinginess have no part in the decision that we make as we give into the vision offering and as we pledge into the vision offering today. May we all rise up with faith in a spirit of generosity and may we plant these financial seeds so that the kingdom of God will be blessed knowing that our families will be blessed by a financial harvest, we pray. We pray, Father, for all of Gateway's financial needs to be met in abundance. We pray for over $40,000 to come in in the vision offering initially as well as in stages. And we pray that everyone who gives will not be worse off, but will be much better off as a result, that you would bless them abundantly. And that as they give, it will be given back to them. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, I pray, in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen. Well, church, thanks for joining together with us. Look out for some videos coming this week, including our midweek Bible study. And we'll see you for a special service online next Sunday called Faith Versus Fear. See you then. Hey, Gateway. Thank you so much for tuning into our service today. We're so excited that you decided to join us. As a reminder, if you can, I would encourage you to support this ministry and support the families in our community by giving today. You can give online by pressing the button up on the upper left of the screen or down below in the comments on Facebook or by heading to give.ac. You can give via debit, you can give via credit, you can set up recurring donations, and all that money will go to support this church, to support its mission, and to support the families who are in need in our community. 
as well, I want to encourage you. We have some really awesome events coming up this week. First of all, Tuesday at 8 p.m., we're going to be hosting a watch party on gateway.ac slash live. We're going to be checking out one of Martin's old message series. There will be prayer team available. So I want to encourage you, Tuesday at 8 p.m., come check it out online. As well, Thursday, we are going to be releasing a Bible study with Pastor Martin dealing with current issues and dealing with the current situation. That will be released on our Facebook and our Instagram. Hope to see you guys there.